Welcome in Defeating the Curse Facebook Live simulcast. You can listen to this later as a podcast, but for those that are out there and watching right now on Facebook Live, thank you so much for tuning in for 20, 30 minutes to hear me talk. But this is not Joe Azer versus the world. Steve is back. Hey, this is this is Joe Azer versus Steve, okay? <laughs> We're not on the same team here, okay? I know you're excited to get to Trump tweets, and we'll, we'll definitely get I'm, to I'm, the uh, POTUS tweets. I'm waiting the for the, the, the tax plan, okay? Well, <laughs> the tax plan is, uh, should we start with POTUS tweets, or should we... <laughs> And how he, t- he tweeted at the wrong Theresa May. That was the highlight of the week for me. Personally. I don't know if you saw it. No, I, no, I no. Let's, loved that. Let's get to something equally disturbing, which is last night's game. Okay, well, let's let's jump into it. Question for you. Did you watch the game? Not all of it. Did you stop? When did you stop watching? Third quarter. I made it, made it past halftime. What and, was the score when you stopped watching? Oh, God, it was... Uh, Probably twenty four seven. So you were live. You were live the whole time, right? It's yeah. Like sitting at home, kids are asleep, you know, relaxing. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday night football, eight thirty start. I don't know why they start at eight thirty. Yeah, color rush, all burgundy, complete sign of disaster. Of course. Okay. Um, I pulled an LP yesterday, and I taped the thing, and I watched the entire game, the whole game, from start to finish, in forty one minutes. I, I all. All I could do was ask myself why I don't do this every single week. I wanted to text you because you texted me saying I'm, I'm, I'm uh, uh, you know, not watching live. Yeah, I wanted to text you saying don't waste your time. But I, I, I know you're a busy guy, but I felt like, you know what, let's let you suffer for a little bit. I, 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 <laughs> I appreciate I had... that you respect the pause. I, I, I do appreciate that. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I kind of knew it was coming every on the on the preview show. Um, the guest we had on from Dallas, your boy FP and LP, everybody picked the skins. It was uncomfortable, which usually means, and the junkies all picked the skins, which means we were we were we were doomed from the beginning. But that was a very poor performance. And you know, if you told me that Dak was going to throw a hundred for a hundred yards, basically with a hand that looked like a uh, like a like a catcher's mitt, I would have I would have said that's a win. That's a skins win, and it's the exact opposite. We get blown out, embarrassed. On national TV, not nothing new here, but w- what a disappointment! What an absolute failure on e- pretty much every <coughs> single level. Well, 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 let's get into it, okay? Let's kind of uh, dissect it a little bit here. And really, what I saw is it looked like those first ten minutes we were going to jump out on top. And you knew at the end of the first quarter, when the score is zero-zero, you had your first drive stall at the forty-three of Dallas, right? So. They were moving the ball up and down. Dallas couldn't do anything. Like you said, Prescott had 93. Dallas had 93 net passing yards of offense. Second week in a row, the Skins have held a team uh, under 100 yards net. Um, so they, they, they're dominating the game the first quarter, and they have nothing to show for it. The, the, the drive stalls at the 43, and then the second drive, Jamison Crowder becomes Jamison Crowder. <laughs> uh, what happened to this guy? This, this guy, guy went, went from, from sure-handed – third option or even fourth option in that offense last year playing behind behind Reed behind Garcon behind Jackson the slot guy that just catches everything he he literally can't catch the ball anymore Joe he can't hold on to it it's 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 not a Jameson Crowder issue it's not a here's the issue with our team last night there are guys on the field in positions they should not be in right let me let me let me let me let me give you a little snap count here okay because I pulled up my snap counts 
Um, Ty and Sicky, you know how many snaps he played? 60. That's 61 too many. You know, uh, okay, Ari Kuju, 44 Cujo, snaps. Cujo, Cujo. Whatever, 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 okay. Um, Tyler Catalina, Catalina Island, beautiful island in California. Not Catalina so much Wine at right guard, baby. okay. Not so much at, at, at tackle. <laughs> Jeremy Sprinkle, I only played a couple snaps. Um, well, that's a baller. Tony Bergstrom started, uh, again, 60 snaps. Just, just these, there are guys in positions. Morgan Moses could only get 16 snaps in yesterday before getting hurt. There are guys in positions that shouldn't be there. So that's the bottom line is we have a better team. Our first strings against their first strings, it's a better team. We weren't playing our first strings. We were playing our third and hold sometimes on, even but, fourth strings. But, but you, made, you just made the you're, – you're contradicting yourself here because we dominated. We couldn't score points. But the offensive line, that patchwork offensive line, um, you know, Chase, Chase Ruye probably is the, 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 the rookie of the year. Uh, he's playing phenomenal. Yes. This, for a six-rounder, this guy's given this team a lot. But they, they control – I mean, the first three possessions, I think Dallas went uh, three and out, three and out, three and out. They couldn't move the ball. I mean, it, it looked like, okay, maybe it's going to stay low scoring. But, you know, Kirk will find a way to punch it in. And then it, it just – the wheels came off so fast before half. It's very similar – I felt like I was watching. Now I'm watching in like TiVo turbo mode and whatever, and I'm skipping. I watched every snap, but it just looked by the end or the second half of the second quarter, I felt like I was watching the Minnesota game. And you just knew. You just knew there was a pick coming. You just knew that there was going to be a touchdown or something that happens before halftime that's going to basically force Jay to crumple up the, the one piece of paper he carries around and abandon the playbook. And, and, and I found myself Joe, in the middle of the night complaining to myself we have only one play that we run on third down. Oh my it doesn't God. matter if it's three and one. Here we go. Third and one, or if it's third and fifty-five. We run one play. It's, it's bubble it's, screen it's, or receiver or, or, or screen out of halfback screen. It drives me completely insane. Joe, it's utter nonsense to blame the play calling. It's utter nonsense to blame Jake Gruden when it's third and seven. And okay. Kirk cannot get two and a half seconds to throw the ball. What is he supposed to call? Of course he's, of course he's going to call a bubble screen. Of course he's going to call, uh, call a misdirection. Gonna, what, what, what team runs the same play on every third down, Steve? Joe, the, the, there, there, is, there is down. no playbook that can overcome the pass protection problems and offensive line problems that this team had yesterday. And the two guys that should be completely exonerated – Today, which is funny because DC sports fans were the biggest idiots. The two people that are getting the most blame is Jay Gruden and Kirk Cousins. Those guys have shown up week in and week out, have put together a, 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 a playbook, have put together a game plan and a strategy. And Kirk has showed up. Kirk has balled out for what I'm he was. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. But but there is a component that has to go on Jay because he's calling the plays. There's nothing else in the repertoire that you can run on third and two or third and five. Like, again, we got away no. from P. Ryan. P. Ryan wasn't running. He was running okay. Like, he was running okay. But when you're down three scores, I understand you have to start slinging the ball around. I mean, I, I don't know who Crow, the Look, the, the three Crowder mistakes on the, the, the tip ball that turned into a pick, the muffed uh, punt return, and whatever. He, did, he had a third drop or a fumble or something. It was just – but – Kirk was dropping the ball. Everybody was dropping the ball yesterday. It just – this is typical Redskins, D.C. sports. We need this game. We are the better team, even with all the injuries. You can win ugly. I mean, you, you went to Seattle and won ugly. 
You were in the game against Minnesota, let them off the hook. You were in the game against the Saints and completely collapsed towards the end. But they came out. This this wasn't the same team. This team was completely flat yesterday. It was it was it was. I mean, it was brutal. And now you know people are still holding on, and we can. The, the season nope. is finished. No, nope. it's the fin- The season is over. You agree? Season's, with me, right? over. season's over, over, and and potentially, it's incredible to think if Kirk walks, what this team's going to look like next year. I mean, that's it's terrifying. It's. I need a hobby on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Church has been well, going well for me, but I need something from 1 to 4 p.m. starting next year because – I'll tell you, the, the Giants are on to something here, and, and, and we can't uh, – we'd be remiss to not at least touch on what they're doing up there. I'm not a fan of how they're treating Eli. The, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of the mouth breather, but he's, he's, he's earned his due up there, right? He's he, 210 straight starts and whatever else. Everyone – I listen to a lot of talk radio. It's, it's annoying at times. Eli's not coming to Washington, all right? Eli, if he's going to go anywhere, it's going to be wherever Kirk doesn't go. Kirk, there's no chance if you're Kirk Kirk Cousins that under any circumstance you are coming back to this team. I I just don't see it happening. I wish it would happen. Mm -hmm. I wish that he and Jay would stay because I agree with you. These are two guys that you you can keep and you can add to. I mean, they're good foundational pieces you can build on. I don't see it happening. I I can already see Bruce, Bruce Allen starting to pin this on Kirk's performance and going back to last season, we missed the playoffs and whatever. And I can see him looking at Jay and saying he's an excellent play caller, but a horrible head coach. I can see the fingers start to point. I can see what's going to, what's coming next, but it's a shame because I think both of these guys should be here. But if you're Kirk cousins and you get two offers, you, you do the transition tag, which is likely what's going to happen. And they put 28, 29 million in front of you. And somebody comes and says, we'll pay you the same. We'll pay you a little more done. What, why would you stay here? Why would you stay here? I mean, this is a classic rich getting richer and dumb getting dumber scenario in the sense of the real talent evaluators in Pittsburgh, Denver, Jacksonville, wherever, are going to look at these performances by Kirk Cousins and say, you know what, this guy can ball. And this guy, you put uh, uh, the right talent around him, and that's a Super Bowl quarterback, and that's an elite quarterback. And then the dumber and, and the dumb are just going to get dumber. With the Redskins, like you said, they're going to blame it on his performance. They're going to blame it on the record. We're going to end up 6-10. and 10. They're going to say, this guy can't win the big one. Too many late-game turnovers. And the, the problem is, where's Scott McLuhan? <laughs> is, is he available? Is he available? Because right now there's nobody that can rebuild this team. And you're looking at a potentially major overhaul. Well, I, I hope I hope you're wrong on this because I think if you – let's say that Kirk walks, okay, and I think that's the plausible, most plausible scenario right now. You would have money to bring back Swearinger and Zach Brown and a lot of these other pieces. I mean, you know, we forget that we, we lost we lost our, our, our first-round draft pick early on, and the defense really hasn't been the same up front. So there's, there's things that, that – that doesn't matter. Is, well, doesn't matter without Kirk. Doesn't matter without. I agree. I agree. To, I agree with you on that. I mean, if, if you take a, a huge, if you regress at quarterback, the whole team regresses. I get it. But I, I personally, you know, we, I think we hear the same comments all the time. You know, Jay can't do it. He was leaning on McVay. He was leaning on on Shanahan before that. I disagree. I think I think Jay has proven himself to get it done. Kirk is putting up. He's proven himself. The numbers are are they they closely parallel the last two seasons from at this point in the you know where they were previously to right now so let, let, i don't think it's fair to put it on jay or, or on kirk but at the same time at the same time they are the ones that are executing the playbook on the field right let, so when you need when it's a third and one and a third and two and you you opt you audible out of a run play into that same stupid bubble screen over and over 
I got to look at them and say, you tell me there's nothing else. Kirk got wrecked on, on several long runs yesterday where he was for, I, I get it. He was forced to do it. Patchwork offensive line. I totally understand all that, but there's there, this, they should have won that game yesterday and kept their season alive, whether it's just for us as, as super fans to cheer them on and think that we have a shot at the postseason or not, that's to be debated. But now the season is over. And, and if you're Kirk Cousins, you want to continue to play because you are auditioning for the offseason, essentially. Let me, let me ask you a question, okay? And we're, yeah. we're uh, on Facebook Live right now as well, so people can chime in on the chat as well. Give me, give me yes or no answers, okay? I don't need a soliloquy from Joe. Um, do we have a starting tailback that is uh, up to your caliber that, that you are okay with on the roster? I believe I, I said one word answer. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, he's wrong, but okay. Well, I, but Do- I got to give you some rationale. I got to give you some rationale. Okay, go ahead. Because there's there's several there's very few teams with stud running backs. There's a whole lot with serviceable running backs. We know this from fantasy, and I don't want to turn this into a fantasy segment. But there's two or three elite, and then there's a whole bunch of others. And I feel like <laughs> between Rob, between between Fat Rob and Samaje and whatever. You can draft another running back. I don't think that's the issue. But fine, I, I think you have a serviceable option on the roster. Do we have a number one wide receiver that's a playoff caliber that that a no. playoff offense gets you? No, we have we have one number three receiver. <clears throat> yeah. Do we have a? Um, well, that defense is pretty solid. Okay, now I'm 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 going back on that. Defense is pretty solid. But I mean yeah, look at it. You, you have a left tackle who is all worldly in Trent Williams, who ain't getting any younger. And if he's gonna be sitting there protecting Colt McCoy's blindside for two years, you talk about an overhaul, you're gonna you're gonna miss the what most people say the second most, but I say the most important position on the field, which is left tackle. So I'm not hundred percent sure this team isn't due for a complete overhaul, especially on that offensive side. Jordan Reed, is, do you have a tight end that you can rely on to get you to the no, playoffs? No, but I, I, I've been saying that since the offseason. In our very first Triple R reports and offseason reports and everything else, Jordan Reed is dead to me. He, he's nice. He's a, he's, a, he's a nice second tight end. You know, obviously, if he's healthy, you throw him in there, but you cannot rely on this guy. You just can't. He, I mean, it's not, it's not a knock on him, but he, you cannot rely on him. And Vernon Davis is 500 years old, so he, that's why they drafted Jeremy Sprinkle. And to, to, to Sprinkle's credit, that dude can play the when he on limited oh, snaps. Stop he gets it. In, no, hold on, hold on. He he did what he was told to do. But I mean, we watch the Redskins. We read all the same scout reports. We see what the what the team what the guys that follow the team closely say. He he executes what's needed. So if you're going to start evaluating talent, Sprinkles the guy you have to evaluate because you're going to have to replace Reed. That you're just going to have to do it. I I look. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of positions that they have to address. But if you look at if you want to hold one person accountable on the defensive side of the ball, I, I would look at Minuski personally. I think he's this – I mean, yesterday he had 13 guys on the field at one point, right? So, <laughs> like, that's an interesting strategy to try to stop an offense that shouldn't require additional uh, uh, reinforcement of your players. But they we, – we lost – the injuries we have on defense have really damaged – I mean, the pressure that we, – we can't get pressure on the quarterback. Not to mention that Dallas has a fantastic offensive line. So – I'm I'm okay with the state of the defense. I think if you bring back Brown, you, you sign Swearinger to a long-term deal, you probably let Breland walk, but but Fuller has had a phenomenal season so far. I think he's ready to move to the outside. I think your defense is serviceable. I think it's a top a top 50, you know, maybe even a top 10 defense, just on paper the way it sits right now. And then you'd bring back, obviously, all your injured players. So the defense, I'm not too concerned about. 
Running back, you have to upgrade. You're going to do that through the draft because nobody nobody signs running backs. You just don't. How many how many years are you going to waste a draft pick on a running back? Well, so this is so I personally, if if Joe was running a professional football team, I would personally draft. I would draft a quarterback and a running back every single year in the later rounds, every single year, because if you look at the the most quarterbacks that are currently playing, were not first round picks. They were they were mid or late round picks. Most of the running backs that are playing starter snaps right now were not first round picks. So. I personally would implement a completely different strategy where every single year I'm adding a Nate Sudfeld or a, uh, or a, or a, or a, what's his face, that Mac kid that we stupidly let walk before Kelly got hurt. Like that, that would be the strategy I implement Mac every Brown. year, every year, five of the, my fifth and sixth round picks, whatever are going to be quarterbacks and running backs. And if you hit, you hit the jackpot with one of them, great. But that that's not the issue. P Ryan has demonstrated that in two previous games against good defenses, he can get 100 yards if he gets the touches under a patchwork offensive line. So I'm not comfortable putting it on him. This is yesterday was just typical Redskins. You know, it, it's it just pains me so much. And now we are seasons over. No Redskins hat, right? I can I can switch fully into into EPL gear here, right? I can rock my I, I don't hat know what that is. And okay. it's over, right? Can you translate that to English? Uh, no, I'm not. No, it's it's. You're so annoying about that. You need, do, you, do you watch sports? What is it? <laughs> the Gunners, maybe. The Gunners are the 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 North London soccer club, okay? Um, the Arsenal Gunners. But anyway, that's a, that's a side topic. So they have anything to do with British first? No. Brit- Britain first? No. Or Brexit. They have nothing to do with any of that. But they are very flush with cash. But my, my point is the season is over. You have to start looking at what you got. I think we all have to deal with the reality that Kirk is not going to be back, which means it's either the Colt McCoy show or Case Keenum show, or uh, Fitzpatrick show, or whatever it's going to be. Maybe you, maybe you, maybe you don't win another game, and you have a shot at at Darnold or at uh, or at Rosen or some of these other guys. We got to bring Dan in here to talk about cultural, but I don't know anything about it. But, but I mean, it's it's very evident to me, even with the soundbite that came out uh, that was put in the SI report about Kirk from uh, his dad, uh, basically saying the the Skins could have offered him the the sun and the moon, and he wasn't going to sign along to uh, he wasn't going to sign with them. So there's real things that have to be addressed now. Now, if you win, winning cures a lot, but losing, oh my goodness, man, there's a magnifying glass on everything. And right now we're in a spot where, okay, yeah, every team needs help at a whole bunch of different positions. Um, You look at the Eagles, we expected them to be a poor team. I mean, they're, they're running away with the NFC right now. We expected the Saints to take a step back after two losses to start the season and they're, they're, they're dominating as well. So, I'm okay with our defense. I think our offense is going to need help. And if you lose Kirk, uh, it, it's very likely that we're back into a, a three or four win type team. And that's a, I mean, it's just painful to think about. That could be the nail in the coffin for my football fandom. It's tough. Yeah. I just pick up gardening or something it, Sundays. It's okay. Honestly, okay. it's, it's tough. It's tough to watch a football game from start to finish uh, for me. Like On red a- zone ruined it to some point, but I just, <laughs> When the team plays like this, I, I, why would I sit there for three hours and, and punish myself? On the bright side, 110 days uh, before pitchers and catchers report to spring training. Is that why you came back today? Is that why you <laughs> returned to the show? I thought we were going to talk about the tax bill. We can talk about the tax bill. I want to talk about fantasy because I know nobody else may care about it, but me and you are in a heated battle for the final playoffs. People don't care about big that. the money 12-year league. I may so, or may not. I, I – you really want there's a collusion story going on in fantasy that, that may trump the, the the other one and, and complete pun intended on that. <laughs> Listen, 
there's only one commissioner. Okay, you you patched you passed the torch. I have taken the reins. We will move forward. But for everybody that's listening that doesn't care for a second here, the reason this matters to Steve and I, we've been in the same league with essentially the same guys for this is our thirteenth seasons now. Him and I have ne- we've both gotten to championship. I know I've gotten to two championship games. Steve has made the playoffs. Yeah, let's just say I've gotten there twice too. But neither one of us has won the stupid the stupid league. So. Um, it's uh, so fighting for the last playoff spot is a big deal to us. I mean, I, listen, I keep I keep tabs on your team. I made a critical mistake by not starting Alfred Morris yesterday. Um, it's just brutal. Like he he should have been. I don't know what I was thinking to be honest. It, it, there's there's a couple guys that you know I hang my hat on like a guy like Alvin Kamara. Like I mean, obviously I drafted Zeke. He's no longer there. Whatever. I don't know. You your team is pretty nasty, top to bottom. Those interceptions that Kirk threw last night helped me out playing against him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but fantasy football is another thing that I think is uh, as the as interest in the NFL goes down, I think interest in fantasy goes down. I mean, we had this conversation, you know, early on in the season. Like, the more these players protest, the more it gets, it becomes about stuff off the field and not on the field. I think the more people just check out. I, I personally do myself. So I, I think fantasy football is an interesting spot. Are you playing? Like, are you doing FanDuel or DraftKings or any of that stuff? So that's been another oh. consistent thing. I don't know if you how closely you follow the Wall Street reports on them, but. Um, their subscriber base, like the the amount of tournaments that they run, is down almost seventy percent. I believe it. In the one the one to five dollar range tournaments, people people just checked out, man. Like this is real. This is not. Uh, it's incredible when you really think about it. And draft the new the new kid on the block. That concept is awesome, but they're also struggling. Like people just aren't willing to throw away money on fantasy football the way that, the way they were um, even a couple seasons ago when they sponsored everything on TV and. ESPN was essentially being subsidized by uh, uh, DraftKings. Although ESPN probably could use some of that money because they continue to bleed. They fired another 150 people this week. I, I saw. think pretty soon they're going to be coming to us. I think we're going to have our own show on there at some point. We've got some leverage, though. Yeah, okay, maybe maybe a little. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, I'm not a big fan of ESPN, but if they, they want to pay us to talk sports, I'm all in. What um, about the tax bill? Let's talk about it. I personally don't think it's going to get done. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, so this will be the segment where we just call it. If if you if you if you only want to hear us talk sports, you can exit now. But if you want to hear a little insight between a a moderate and a crazy person, then keep listening. While I, <laughs> don't uh, don't I call Steve's don't call money. yourself crazy. Don't do that. Come on. Come I'm on. gonna take your lunch money if we want to. Talk. I'm ready. Jimmy, to let me let me let me ask a question. Uh, who benefits? Who has the greatest percentage uh, tax cut? Uh, what class of people in the tax bill? You want me to answer based on what? Because based- should I use it? Should I go based on the uh, the DNC's talking points, the RNC's talking points, or my gut? I mean, if you're looking for the RNC talking points, just give Russia a call. <laughs> just go on <laughs> RT, okay? They'll, they'll figure it out. Look, my point with that is you're going to say middle class people, and 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 that's, that's fine. Don't don't put words in my mouth. Okay. You're going to say the rich? Yeah, that's where the tax breaks are. That's where they should be. Well, you see, you kind of spoiled my my line there because my whole point was the issue is not the tax bill. The issue is a lack of shared facts and how I have a fact and you have a fact and somehow both are true and both are untrue at the same time. We can't have conversations this way anymore. It's ridiculous. You turn on, uh, you know, every three-letter channel, on TV has a different set are you of facts. Cry? Are you gonna, is this where you cry about Matt Lauer? Matt Lauer, he's 
Did you, did you hear I mean, about what, what caused his demise? The button underneath his desk that locks the, the door. button. Is it, the, the, the panic button is interesting. There's a there's a couple others about gifts and um, I, I don't even know if I want. I, I don't want to talk. I mean, we could say whatever we want, but I was shocked reading it. I'm very rarely shocked. I mean, that was shocking. The Charlie yeah. Rose film too, shocking. Bill O'Reilly, yeah. shocking. It just shows you the shocking. pure hypocrisy. Absolutely. Of these guys, these guys cover these stories, and and have no, they they're so void of reality. It just shows you how big these guys. Once you get that big, you're completely void of reality and kind of what's going on. You think you're invincible, and uh, like I said the other day, there's 2020 is lining up to have a woman president just because there's no other man available. Well, no one's eligible. I'll tell you, you know, get, get, let's go back to that tax bill. I'll tell you what's going to end up happening. Nothing. And there's for, it's for one very important reason. You own a house. I own a house. Anytime anybody goes near the benefit, mortgage the, deduction. the tax benefit for the mortgage insurance or, or interest paid on mortgage, it dies because you would you would literally cripple the country in with this with this with with the signing of the piece of paper. Um, it would end. I, I mean, I was at a closing this morning and it, this topic came up and it's like, OK, for most people, the average medium price of, of house in our in our area here, let's just say it's like. Four hundred fifty or five hundred thousand dollars. So your monthly payments like twenty six, twenty seven hundred, maybe three thousand. If you're going to tell people that two thousand dollars of interest per month, twenty four thousand a year, is going to be no longer be deferred, it would it would nobody would own a house. I mean, it would it would literally collapse the economy uh, because right now it's all built on funny money anyway. I have no idea why the stock market continues to go up. Yeah, it's not Trump, it's not Obama, it's nothing else. <laughs> I have no idea why people why Bitcoin went up thirty percent, thirty percent in two weeks. I have no freaking clue what Bitcoin is. Yeah. I just know that it goes up, only up. And I kind of want to, I mean, if I could afford one share, I would buy yeah. one share. Yeah. But it's it's to a point where you're literally investing into something that is backed by words. It, it's it's smoke and mirrors. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the next cryptocurrency um, tip right or whatever it was called, you know, it, it started, it, it hit the market at 73 cents a share. It's already up to like 355. Like there's, but I can't bring myself to put money into it because there's nothing there. Like I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. Yeah. We have a request on Facebook to talk about Michael Flynn and where Michael Flynn is at right now. He ain't on Facebook live. <laughs> Let's just say that. I don't want to talk about Michael Flynn. Why? Cause you're worried he's going to bring down the Republic. No, I just, it's not as there's very little that interests me that right now, like he, Michael Flynn takes the stand and says that Donald Trump uh, advised him and asked him to speak to the Russians. Deal or no deal? No, no chance. No chance. <laughs> Again, no, deal they're or, shared okay, facts. It's the same likelihood that uh, Hillary would take the stand and say, I didn't actually fall off a ladder and forget what happened in Benghazi. It's not going to We get back to Hillary. Who's talking about Hillary? Hillary's still pulling all the strings. <laughs> week dnc leadership came out and said she's pulling all the strings all this right. lady won't go away she's 900 years old and still controls everything in the party Both and you got your things. boy bernie taking hospital tours and posting facebook pictures or facebook live videos while he's just walking in circles in, in canada and everybody's uh, golf clap oh speaking of golf clap tiger tiger looks good hey three under your boy watched some golf yesterday uh, tiger now, Tiger's looking nice. If he can uh, get his mojo back, and I'm not talking about the extracurricular activities, I think he'll be good to go. I'm I think excited he's better with that. the extracurricular activities. I think that's, that's actually true. what's missing. 
That's right? True. Some guys just need to get right before they can go get right. So <laughs> maybe maybe that's what's missing here. Maybe that's the maybe that's the elixir that's missing. Sound advice from a father of three. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Why, why you gotta, I'm just saying, maybe he had a, he had a process, <laughs> he broke his process, and now he can't golf anymore. So trust, trust the process. Good, good, trust good. The process. Right, trust the process. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? No, it's good to see you. Good to be back. Yeah, welcome back. Anything on the Nats you want to talk about? You want to talk about uh, the uh, the new manager that nobody uh, has heard of before? <laughs> no, Dave Martinez. I'm actually thinking about going to check him out in person, spring training in a couple months. But uh, today is the final day to tender a couple guys. I think Rendon is one of them. Michael A. Taylor is another. And they will both get offered contracts and be locked in. And then we start the, uh, the Bryce watch coming up in a couple months. That'll be fun. No chance he's back, right? It's Kirk situation. Hey, no, it's quite the opposite. I'm totally okay with him not being back. And it's the exact opposite, actually, situation. Don't want him back. I think he will be back. I don't think he's going to be back. Why would he? Why would he come back? Um, I don't think he'll get as much as he thinks on the free agent market. No, I, think, I, I agree with I agree with you on that. But if he's got a shot to go to Chicago, New York, L.A., and and step into a lineup that's basically equally as strong, and, and maybe yeah, more, I, I think it's, I think it's one reason only, and that's something we can get into another one. It's the Scott Boris effect, and that's a longer topic sure. of uh, Scott Boris and the Nationals. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's the Hillary Clinton of baseball, of sports. <laughs> all, the sports right? <laughs> all right, Stevie, it was good to catch up. Thanks for coming back. All right, Joe. Glad, uh, I'm glad everyone gets to see your face and hear your voice. You're not dead. You're still with us. Happy holidays. Uh, a disgruntled, uh, you know, D.C. sports fan. The curse is alive and well. I'll and, keep it uh, PC and say happy holidays. No, I, I will not do that. <laughs> the only time that, that term is, is acceptable is if you're wishing it before Thanksgiving. You know, if it's like the middle of November and it's like a general greeting, but after that, come on, man, you got you got call it what it is. You got call it what it is. <laughs> Trump Trump made Merry Christmas a dirty word. <laughs> Trump, listen, the best thing he did this week was tweet at the wrong Theresa May. <laughs> Instead of getting the PM, he got some like lady with an egg avatar and five followers, and her 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 Facebook or her Twitter or whatever blew up because people were contacting her for interviews, and she's like, I, I don't know who. The- I don't know what's going on, but anyway, <clears throat> anyway, I know you're cheering for him because he, he keeps everything interesting. Not at all. I give him six months. <laughs> oh, and then he's going to retire. He's going to walk off the job. He'll be out. He'll be out. That, that'll be another topic for another, uh, another episode. Roger that. Thanks. For, thanks for making time, Stevie. Thank you for everyone that tuned in on Facebook live. Thank you to our partners at heroes media group, Redskins faithful, uh, I typically I would say don't lose um, don't lose hope, but uh, you can go ahead and uh, bury the hope. It's finished. The season is over. Welcome to having Sundays back. The Wizards, the Capitals, probably aren't going to get it done. So the uh, the curse will continue to be uh, to thrive and, and live on. But for Steve, my name is Joe. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to our partners again, Heroes Media Group. Thanks for tuning in on Facebook Live. We, we love doing these live shows. We love reading the comments. It's, uh, it's more interactive and fun for us. Thank you so much for making time for us. Follow us on uh, online, Defeat the Curse, uh, across all social media platforms, iTunes and Podbean for the uh, podcast.